Alright, welcome to Gaming Dad News, episode number 11. Are you 11. sure? Yeah, I think 10 was the last one. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I hope was. I got that I'm right. Kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk. Well, first off, my name's Eric or Rumble19. And, and my name is Rich or Yoda Kicks or Random Guy with a Beard. No. <laughs> Um, so today we're going to talk about cyberpunk, which really I don't know what to say about cyberpunk myself. Um, the video game awards winners, and there's not really much upcoming games just because of the holidays. No one's going to put out a game during holiday time because that's just too late to buy a game at this point. Um, what have you been up to? Because I've been up to... Just playing Apex, really. Well, I have been trying to prepare and figure out Christmas gifts for the oldest two kids because they are the hardest ones in the house to buy for. Uh, and the simplest thing that they always ask for is, can I just have money? And we're like, no. Yeah. But it, I, it might come down to that, but we're trying to come up with practical gifts that make sense that aren't just buying something random. Yeah. I, that no, makes... that just been kind of preparing for the Christmas Eve service because I have to do, like, the video director for the uh, 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. and just winding down yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah, it's getting to that point. I mean... How about you? Well, like I said, I've been just... Well, we got all of his presents early, but it's just finding stuff to buy for other people that don't really want anything, like myself. I, I, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, I have an idea of what somebody might be getting for you. <laughs> that makes me sound... Uh, that is very promising. <laughs> I, she already gave me the these these lights I have over here because I, I got a podcast today, and it works. It makes us not so great webcam look amazing which is pretty cool oh nice yeah she so she gave you an early gift yeah yep which is awesome cool. and i greatly which lights it. did you go with or which lights did she get for you N newer okay I'll, cool i'll go to boxes but they work fantastic i love it but uh That's other than that nice i mean break. like it's easier to shop for a little kid than anybody else because they just want everything and uh, you can get them anything they'd be happy with it really so it was actually I'm still amazed by how thoughtful and how little my kids wanted this year like my five year old wanted craft stuff and coloring stuff and just stuff like that and my eight year old's like oh I just want a bunch of stormtroopers <laughs> <laughs> I'm like those are easy. Yeah. It's the well, older ones. They didn't ones. ask for much. Well, the old ones haven't asked for much. Oh, really? To be honest. Yeah, it's it's been one of those years. Like, I don't know if it's just because of the, the way the year has flowed yeah. in general. But we've actually, like I said last time, we're really, we're happy. Yep. We're working on stuff to better ourselves, like decluttering doing exercise stuff which is why i was a few minutes late tonight 
because I decided to do a half hour bike ride before bedtime and that probably wasn't the best idea but I feel better because my back was killing me yesterday and this morning and I rode the bike and it loosened up my hips and my lower back and I feel great more motivation than I probably would have had <laughs> yeah. well I see what's going on with my parents and their current health condition and the different surgeries they've had to have and yeah. their bone density issues and breaks and I just I need to personally avoid that for myself I want to be around for my kids so I can do the father daughter dance at my five year old's wedding yeah. So it's just stuff like that. Yeah, you don't want to be in a walker trying to dance with your daughter. Exactly. I can get down <laughs> with a walker, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess we can talk about some big news. Cyberpunk. What are your thoughts about this? Before we, <laughs> before we read the messages that, we, that were pretty drastic. So you're talking about the whole how it performs so poorly on the original Xbox and the original PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And it's got a lot of bugs in general. And I get why... I, the, tough, yeah. the tough part is, is more people own the last-gen consoles at this point. If they want to play a newer game that performs at a better... Uh, graphical sense it doesn't have as many bugs doesn't have many glitches you have to play it on the newer consoles or a better pc now if you have the older consoles it's one of those things where they it should have just came out on the next gen consoles and only the pc not the original consoles because that's what's underperforming right now so. yeah and the problem is and it's this it's this sad cycle of game development yes it's been in development for eight years that everybody keeps throwing out there um but good games tend to take a long time to develop but they were still struggling because the original the original xbox probably more than the original ps4 because the original xbox system still to this day is the lowest performing system if you ever do see the head-to-heads and they were showing the Xbox and the PS4 and the Xbox One S and the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, you could see the stair-stepping between the video performance all the, from the lowest common one to the highest one and just the difference. So you knew there were going to be some issues. And the thing that kind of weirded me out, I know it's the way they're trying to handle it because they haven't even released the next gen versions yet is like the series s runs the game at 30 frames per second at 1080p while the ps5 and the xbox series x run it at 4k at close to 60 without being optimized for that but you know that they had to do what they could to eke out and release something that didn't have enough memory or graphical power behind it to push it. Yeah, the and it's it's sad. It's one of those things where like the game was mainly made for the next gen and high spec PC. That's the other thing. You have to have a high spec PC to play this thing. 
Now, yep. in their apology, they said they'll refund everybody if they don't like the game, if it underperformed what they wanted. They said they can refund it. The But they are working on patches and updates to fix this um, starting the 21st. So starting tomorrow, and then regular updates just to get it to run the way the game is supposed to be run, ran and how it's supposed to look. I mean, you should be expecting this by this point if you have an older console. I'd hate to say not... Now, I can see original PS4s. PS4 Pro should be okay. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody really play it. My understanding is that the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X play pretty well, but they still have glitches more so than the the next-gen consoles. And it's it's one of those things that like people pre-ordered the game based off of last year's E3 hype before the game even came out. And that's kind of the danger of doing pre-orders in general is you mm-hmm. you really should wait until after something's released before you jump in because if people didn't reward companies with a pre-order, then they wouldn't be as upset. They'd be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't pre-order that game and I don't have to go through it. Because there was initially some problems, like some people who bought it on Xbox. Xbox has had a really good refund system for a while, where if, if you haven't played about a certain amount of time on the digital content and it's within a certain time frame, you can request a refund yeah. after you've even played it. Whereas Sony in the U.S., they blocked refunds even for pre-orders. You couldn't cancel a pre-order on the PlayStation Store. Whereas in the UK, you could. The UK had the ability to cancel pre-orders for the longest time because it's required by law there. So for CDPR to come out and say, oh, you can get a refund without actually having a plan in place with Sony wasn't a good look. And then the approach that Sony took of just literally removing it from the store instead of giving performance warnings is also a pretty poor look because there are people who are on PlayStation 5 if they wanted to buy the game on the Sony platform they they can't until it's relisted yep and there's just so many different things and, and it, there, there's so many things over said and their messaging has been they've been transparent but it's not been the best messaging well what's crazy is Sony's even refunding it and so is Microsoft so I don't I think what's going to happen is they're going to make them either fix the game if they want it to come back out on their platforms, which I don't play. Yeah. Well, it's still listed on Xbox. They just did a updated warning on it. Yeah, I don't so think if, I don't think they removed it. They're just refunding people that don't want it. Like yeah, but said. the problem was they when people originally requested the refund, it hadn't been put into place yet. And yeah. some people were getting denied, and you're only allowed to submit a, a refund request once. So they've got some people stuck in that loophole. Oh, but, yeah, they, they updated the uh, description on the Xbox listing saying, users may experience performance issues when playing this game on Xbox One consoles until this game is updated. Yeah, it's kind of a... I think they they took a chance and... Sadly, it didn't work out, and and they're working on it, and they knew it was going to be an issue. The other thing I think is not like Anthem. Anthem had more than just 
Anthem had so much hype and just underperformed under that hype. Even though it was a great game, it was fun to play. But it just had no meat. Yeah, especially when you're up against like Destiny. If you're trying to be like a Destiny type of game, and then you had to perform like that. Now, um, Cyberpunk. Well, like I'll say about Anthem, I really enjoyed Anthem. The problem I ran into is it had one area. Once you were done with that area, there wasn't anything else. They added some rift events and some yeah. limited time stuff, but it was still the same enemies, the yep. same map, just reusing assets that were there. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any additional planets to travel to, and I understand why they possibly wouldn't, but they didn't really have any zone yeah. changes. It was like a, a smaller version of Destiny. But like I said, that game was... They were making it a big deal. So, and, and so was Cyberpunk. But Cyberpunk has the gameplay. It's, I don't think it's going to go away. I think they just need to fix what they have the issues with. And I think it will be a great game. I've seen people play it. I've seen what it looks like. But I haven't actually like sat myself down and invested my time into it. But I think it will be alright. I think it just needs to fix what it's got. And then it will go from there. But... So some things I wish that they did in general was be a little more transparent with all of their settings. Like to this day, they don't mention anything about like their nudity settings other than that the game has it. Oh, really? But if you do any digging or looking or checking, there is actually a nudity filter that turns off the um, genital design along with any of the nudity in scenes. It covers every character up. Oh, wow. But that is the only setting. There's still language throughout the game. But yeah. I, I, I think they're starting to realize what they have to fix, and I think that's why they're, there's things going on right now. I mean, it's all within a process. It's a type of game we haven't seen before. It came out on new consoles that are... It's trying to be a AAA title without knowing what a AAA title seems to be like or play like, I guess. So... Yeah. Well, they're hoping they can follow the same redemption arc because, like, I saw some people making fun of different games like Anthem, No Man's Sky... And stuff like that. But No Man's Sky has had a huge oh, redemption yeah. arc. And everybody who plays it loves it. Yeah. Anthem's will- still got back-end stuff going on for their 2.0 release. It's just it's very slow. And there's a huge transition over at Bioware. Well, that and it kind of fell by the wayside after people realized what was going on. Which is sad. I mean, it was great. It was fun. The only problem is I, I wish that area, that one area you had to go back to was social. I don't know why it wasn't. But um Video Game Award winners. Boy am I shocked, but not really are who the winners were. Because I feel like this one game should have never won that many awards. <laughs> Um, so, Last of Us Part 2 has won Game of the Year, 
best game direction, best narrative, best audio design, best performance, best innovation and accessibilities, best and best action and adventure. I'm yeah, a, well, I haven't played it, so I can't talk a, to it legitimately. I, I uh, <laughs> but in conversations with you, I get the impression that you prefer Ghost of Tsushima over Last of Us Two. Yes. The interactions in Ghost of Tsushima is a lot more fun, a lot more... I Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> is such a better playing game. I'd rather play that than The Last of Us Part Two. And what's weird is, is that is... Last of Us Part Two is an exclusive game. So for it yep. to win, I'm kind of baffled. Well, you got to take in mind that when it comes to console ownership, the people who can vote, most of the people who are voting for these are probably PlayStation gamers. Yeah. Because most of the cuz like most people who own a Switch own something else if they're an adult. Yep. Like they'll own a Switch and a PlayStation or they'll own a Switch and an Xbox or they'll own a Switch, a PlayStation and a PC which means they already get access to any of Microsoft's titles if they have Game Pass on PC. Yep. They get everything that's exclusive to Sony on the PlayStation and they get all the Switch stuff. Yeah. And there weren't any like over the top games that are huge core games on the Switch this year whereas Last of Us 2 probably garnered a lot of the Sony fan base voting for it. And I I don't understand why the same fan base didn't vote more for Ghost of Tsushima, but I'm also speaking in a a way that I have not played Last of Us 2. Yeah. I love the universe of Last of Us. I just have not played part 2, so I can't say yeah, this is it. And it's hard because I did not have the motivation to finish it. I'd rather I have more motivation playing Ghost of Tsushima, trying to get the things done, side quests in the, in the story. I don't. It just I'm just I feel like I've been robbed, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at least Ghost of Tsushima won one award, and that was best art direction. And it definitely earned that because oh. it really had good art direction. Like if Ori came out this year. Ori would have had a very good chance against it because it just the art style, the music, how the music crescendos and decrescendos yeah. based on what's going on. Yeah. Those are really good. Um Final Fantasy remake that one best score in music and best roleplay. I'm kind of surprised the score in music. I thought uh um Doom Eternal would have won that, but I mean, well, Doom is very. It's it's more of an. Adult. It's very selective. It's more of an acquired one because it is like a metal. Yeah. High energy, whereas Final Fantasy. Yeah. Got a lot of songs remade, and it was very nostalgic for those of us that played it in the nineties. Uh, yep. Um. So. Uh, tell me why one best game for impact, which is the one that gives you more impact in life or something like that. More of a uh, it's more impact on society. Yeah. It's it's because of 
the uh, Unity stuff yep. going around. And then and that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, No Man's Sky, which we just talked about, has won the award for best ongoing game. I I yep. voted for Destiny on that one, and you said probably No Man's Sky, and you got that one right. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason why is like Destiny has added some good content and. Like, the most recent expansion is good, but it's grindy, and it's not really new. It's just a new place and some activities that are associated with the new place. And they kind of redid the supers for the stasis abilities, so it's more modular. And I think it's, like, the direction that they're going to go in with their existing supers and, like, reworking them. Because now you can kind of... Before, like if you were to pick the solar class for one of them, you had to pick top tree, middle tree, or bottom tree, and they each had a set of predefined actions and melee abilities, etc. Whereas with the stasis ones, they have shards that you slot into place. And you can say, you know what, I really want to have this version of a grenade, but I also want to have this version of a melee, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And I want to have this buff, but not this one. So you have the ability to kind of change things around more, whereas you didn't, you don't have that with the existing ones. But it's still not a whole lot of new content. Like No Man's Sky added uh, co-op kind of instances where you can go into these derelict, I would say haunted ships and go get some good gear from them. They added mechs and they just keep adding new content. So I can see totally why it got the best ongoing game. Yeah. Now, a game that I have been playing pretty heavily on the Switch, Hades, that won best indie and best action. I'm happy with it. That game is a blast. <laughs> it is hard to get past a certain uh, area because uh, it's just like uh, clearing levels, trying to get to the next stage, trying to escape Hades area. Um, and you're playing Hades Sun, which is pretty cool because you're just—it's just a level clearing. You go to the next room, clear that level, go to the next room, and you clear a boss, and you go to the next level up, trying to work your way out. And it is fun. I'm glad it won awards because it is a great—it's a great game. Now, I mean, it's not—I would say a younger kid could play this. Not a young young kid, but somebody in their teens. Yeah, they. It, it's a it's a fun little game it's awesome um hey among us won some games which is pretty crazy because this game's been out for a while and uh it only gained following after someone streamed it on twitch and that's which i don't understand because it doesn't really fall under the criteria typically i reserved uh, for this it didn't come out this year did it or i it I don't know if 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 it would if they made like it was a remake or revamped, but somehow Among Us made best mobile game and best multiplayer. And that's right, you're right. I wonder if it came out in the beginning of the year, and. But so it came out June fifteenth, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. So let me see when well, the mobile version came out. Yeah, that. The mobile version came out in twenty eighteen as well. I wonder if so, it's just... That's weird. I didn't even think about that when we talked about it last time. 
Yeah, I don't understand how it qualified. But it... I won awards somehow. I don't know if it's just because they gained popularity or someone screwed up or they worked the system. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Unless they just have it so it could be something that was has been out but has became popular because like destiny 2 didn't come out this year but it had a new expansion this year yeah and they were listed and it's been for an ongoing on- game yeah that makes sense um fall guys ultimate knockout won best community support hey more power to them it was a good game yeah um i get bored with it but yeah it kind of died off um for me i mean it's fun to play but Aggravation's not worth it. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, Half-Life Alex won best VR slash AR, which is alternate reality. Is that what that is? AR? Uh, it's just that they have one category that covers VR, uh, virtual reality, and augmented reality. Oh, augmented. So augmented is where you can still see the world around you, but you have a screen that interacts with it. Uh, like the HoloLens is considered augmented reality. Uh, using Pokemon Go is considered augmented reality because uh, if you do the AR version where you can see the backgrounds through your view, uh, okay. then that's where that comes into play. So Half-Life Alex is probably a no-brainer. Yeah. I want to play it at some point. I just... I can't... Find a time to even... It, yeah, because like, I have one VR set, and it's to move the Bluetooth adapter and the cables... Oh, from yeah. the computer that is hooked up to to the one that I would use it at, it's just, it's okay. It's it's first world problems. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 won best fighting, which is a given. Um, Animal Crossing well, was the only real one this year, I guess. Well, yeah, one that has a big name to it. Um, yeah. Animal Crossing: New Horizons won best family. Makes sense. Uh, it was big during the beginning of the pandemic and. Um, the kids can play it, families can play it, my wife played it, um, so, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator won Best Sim slash Strategy, that was kind of a given, that was a big title that came out, um, Flight Sticks Everywhere sold out, yeah, (laughs) uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Best Sports and Slash Racing, that was kind of a given as well, uh, just because, you don't think Madden should have beaten it? (laughs) <laughs> I personally, if Madden took a year, NBA took a year, MLS or whatever, FIFA, they could all take a year. Make the game more fun. I'm tired of playing the same games, you know. It's just a new stamp on it with different settings. Um, Yeah. I mean, really, that's all within the news this week, uh, these past two weeks, because Cyberpunk took over most of the news, and... The video game awards kind of shocked me. So, uh, other than that, I mean, um, I don't know what more I can say. The, I mean, the games that are coming out are not really big titles. They're really like indie titles and lower, not big name games. I know during the VGAs they announced some games that are going to come out. Look what to look forward to. Um, right, but for them to be delivered on and to see more into it will be a little bit longer because they were just. I know there was some gameplay trailers, but most of it was cinematic. 
So, <clears throat> I mean, till we see uh, what happens in the new year, the console wars right now seem pretty even. Um, That's because the availability is just yeah. If you it's get not there. if you get one for Christmas, your parents did something good or Santa did something good uh, <laughs> because it is just hard to find the availability. Because every time it, every time I type into Amazon PlayStation Five, it's like accessories, games. Not even the console comes up. I'm like, I'll check yep. later. It's, it's scalpers. Supposedly, the better way to get stuff is to use like the store apps. Yeah. Either like the Target one or the Walmart one. Yep. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to Xbox Series X drops, and some people have had success in, in getting some by yeah. following it. Wario64 posts when things are dropping. It yeah, typically breaks that. the Best Buy website, but some people were able to use the Best Buy app to oh, pull really? it off as well. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like right now, with the, what's going on in the world, what, I mean, what we're expecting, the consoles always sell out every year. We always have an issue with scalpers. It's never, it happens all the time. I mean, look at the 3080, 3090, and 3070 cards. Yeah, my friend was able to finally order one, but he's still, like, holding his breath and waiting for it to give an estimated shipping date. Cause oh, yeah. Amazon had it, and he was able to quickly place his order, and he's been saving up years for this card. And he's been, like, wanting to be able to donate his existing card to his son so his son can have a better Destiny experience. Yeah. But it's uh, it's, it's been just, frustrating for him. What's crazy to me is graphics cards cost the most part, most of the whole console, or the whole PC, and... For a graphics card price, you can get a console that can, well, not keep up with it, but do the same thing with optimized games. So, yeah, the biggest difference though is like these consoles. The PS5 and the Xbox Series X are going to give you up to 60 frames per second at 4K. Yep. Whereas with the PC, with the right card, you can, you get, can do 144 frames yep. at 4K. And 60 at 8K if you have everything tuned right. Yeah, but boy, will you be sweating if you're sitting next to that PC because that thing from you running hot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I uh, figured this would be a short one because it's not a lot that's going on right now because of the whole year end here. Um, Cyberpunk really dug themselves a hole, but they're working their way out of it. And, uh,. I don't know what's more to say, but then uh, to have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays, and we'll see you after the New Year. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's it's going to be a, a fun time. Yeah. And you guys are having your first Christmas in your new home, so that's going to be exciting for you. Oh, I'm excited. The uh, And then we're having a tree cut down in the backyard, which is going to be an experience because I've been cutting all the other trees down besides this one because there's electric lines near it. So that kind of is going to be interesting to clean up and chop, but oh well. Yeah, they have some, those people who do tree removal are really good at their job if you oh. get a good one. Oh yeah, they're pretty quick too. So and it's just like snip, cut, cut, 
and yeah. it's done. You're just like, man, if I'd have done that, it'd taken me like five months. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you? So this nor'easter, did you get rain or anything? We got it? a lot of rain, and about thirty minutes north of us, they um, got snow. But oh. that was pretty much it. There were yeah. snow delays. Yeah, we got nine inches of snow up our way. About nine inches. Wow. Yeah, it hit us pretty good. What's up, everybody? Yeah, the, uh, that nor'easter kind of, like, I got out there and it started sleeting. And I was like, oh, man. And, of course, my I snow... I wouldn't have mind snow, but there's no snow days because everybody's, like... Oh, yeah. Home, like, tell us, like, remote learning anyway. And our kids, they don't get snow days, but they get to go outside and play in the snow and then come back and warm up and do schoolwork. I said, it is, I mean, it's one thing that they got to do at home learning and they're not really with their friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, just give the kids the day. Let them go outside. Let the teachers have a freaking day and go outside. <laughs> but, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. So, on that note, if anybody have any questions... Um, if not, we will see everybody, what is it, the third? The third uh, let's of take the a look, but I believe you're right. I think the next episode is January, January 3rd, 2021. Well, with that said, I am Rumble19 underscore, basically on everything. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter. I've been streaming here and there. Haven't been able to just because of holiday stuff. But other than that, <laughs> you freaking. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's really about it. Rumble nineteen underscore, and that's. <laughs> Oh, so we do have a question from Captain Caboose. He asks, which do we prefer, console gaming or PC? I'll let you answer first. Uh, I prefer PC for multiplayer only on Apex at this point. Consoles is a lot easier to control, a lot less shake, uh, frame drops and stuff like that if that does happen. I do prefer... Uh, consoles for um, campaigning but I've been slowly working my way over to PC trying to get it on there but I hate how hot the PC makes the whole room so when I do play if I'm gonna play like Ghost of Tsushima I'm just gonna play on P PS4 or uh, or if I want to play Apex just by myself I'll play on PS4 but if I'm playing with some friends I'll play on the PC now so gotcha See, I prefer most multiplayer games and content on the PC, but I do not like the frustration that sometimes comes with it. Like, I love aiming with a mouse and keyboard, and so when I'm playing any PvP portion of Destiny 2, I am infinitely better on PC because I feel like I can aim quicker, I can turn quicker, I can get on my target faster without having to worry about the aim assist kicking in from the controller 
But on the other side, sometimes I just like the ability to turn on a console and say, you know what, I want to play this. I don't have to worry about if my drivers are updated for my video card. I don't have to worry about any of that. So I like my Series S when they released the uh, next gen update for Destiny 2. It made it a different game. It added um, field of view changes for the first time, so you could actually widen it out. It's at 60 frames for the first time, so it feels a lot smoother. Uh, whereas if you go with the Series X or PS5, you can play it at 120 uh, hertz in um, Crucible, so you can. It's even better on those systems. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where I I do like both, but if if I had an easier way to play every single game that I enjoyed on the Xbox with a mouse and keyboard, I would possibly play more on the the Xbox. But not yeah. every game supports it. Alright, so KB Shro asks, not sure if we've covered this before, but here it goes. Did you hear about NVIDIA taking the guy off the demo list because he didn't like their product's direction? I personally did not hear it, but it doesn't surprise me. They've Especially NVIDIA themselves NVIDIA. has uh, gone under a lot of fire for their handling of their paper launch of their products because they release them in such limited quantities and the websites that have them get botted to death. So like real people don't actually get their products. And then with their 3090, barely outperforming their 3080s, and some of their early 3080 launches, uh, releases having silicon problems, those are not good looks for that company. And I could see where some people would question their direction and their quality. Oh, they're threatened to, they threaten to withhold GPUs too, which is, well, I mean, there's just so much going on with that that doesn't make sense to me they want to well what it is i bet you i know what it is it's amd amd is just putting is slowly putting out companies right now i mean look at intel and then with their new graphics card that kind of hurts in nvidia because amd runs cheaper a graphics card so i don't know and yeah. So yeah, it looks like they uh, turned off, they cut off hardware unboxed, saying that they will no longer supply reference cards for them to review. Yeah. Because they questioned some of their ray tracing in the gained industry white support. Wow. Well, I mean, so. you you also had a run. I mean, look how big. If you've ever seen how big that card is, that card's huge. And you also have to now run a bigger uh, power supply unit. Yep. I sized higher just so that way I was ready. Like I usually, when it comes to whenever I build a PC, I buy a PSU that will is more than my PC needs, and then I go middle of the road CPU components. You know, Rumble, if you had a strong enough cooling system, would you prefer PC gaming then? Um, if I had a liquid cooled system, and technically, I would also get another one, 
another PC, you it is very hard on the system to stream and game off of at the same time. So that is also another flaw because you can stream through the console with a capture card and it not run so hard on your computer. But if you stream and game through the computer, it's pretty intensive and it's very hard on it. But um, yeah, if I yeah, that's kind of where I run into myself. It's streaming and playing on the same PC is a whole different experience. A lot of these big guys do dual PC setups where they have one that is for the sole purpose of having all their OBS set up, their layers, oh, all yeah. the rendering, and they don't have to worry about the refresh rate that their game's putting out or the mm -hmm. render resolution Dude, or turning yeah. down settings. Like to stream Call of Duty on my PC, which it's not a slouch, I have an i7 7740X. 32 gigs of RAM, it has SSD hard drives, not NVMe, and it has a 1660 Ti video card. But to stream Call of Duty, um, that the Battle Royale mode, I had oh, yeah. to lower it to locked 60 frames. I had to change the internal render resolution to 66%, and only then did I have a smooth Call of Duty streaming experience. Anthem was a pain to stream. And lately, the patch that Destiny or Bungie released for Beyond Light changed the way they did their lighting. So now I get micro-freezes when I'm playing. And they, I have no idea when they're coming. But randomly, my CPU will shoot up to 100%. And I will, my game will basically pause or slow down for a few seconds. And then it recovers. And it oh. goes away. But they found what might be causing it. And supposedly in January, there's going to be a fix. But I know if I turn on my Xbox and start playing and do it through a capture card or stream directly, I'm not going to have those random micro-freezes. It would just work. So that's kind of my take on it. So when you use a console with a capture card, you're basically doing a dual PC setup because the consoles are mini PCs. Um, yeah. I don't... Because everything streaming-related aside from the camera that I'm paying my wife back for which I'm halfway there now. Um, yay. Uh, it, um, it's paid for with anything that I get from streaming, and I can't, I, I don't make enough streaming because it's a hobby, not a, yeah. a career, to buy a second PC that would cost me a grand at least to get a decent one for yep. doing a dual PC stream. And... So, and so what I'm I'm running a Ryzen 9 3900X 12 core, and the streaming shouldn't use that much, doesn't use that much of the CPU, but the games use so much of it, and it takes away from the streaming trying to run it at the same time, and it's kind of crazy because that was yeah. the high the highest one CPU at that one point last year, so. And Captain Caboose says, I've seen a few console streamers that have had the issue with streaming their games. It could be possible that they are bottlenecked by connection over hardware issues. Or I think you might mean or hardware issues. I will say that if you're doing console streaming through a capture card and you have a, a lower end PC and you try to push a 4K you're, source into it or yeah, a 1080p 60 source into it, it will have an impact because you have to 
your computer has to be able to take that single signal and render it out at what you're trying to output. And like I've noticed where sometimes if I do anything other than a multiple of 30, so like if I let my monitors run at 144 hertz instead of 120 or 60, I've had a problem where my a game trying to hit 144 hertz, trying to do the math to convert it down to a 60 FPS stream output will actually cause a heavy load on the PC as well. So yeah. you have to be able to handle the 1080p 60 source. I've also had issues where if I had too many USB 3 devices plugged into the same root hub, yes, that's a crazy thing that even Elgato has some guides on how to determine it, it caused issues. So like my stream deck and my wave mic and my cam link were all plugged into the same USB hub and it's the root hub and it actually caused my cam link to struggle until I found how to identify the different ones and I have a USB 3 device plugged into different root hubs and it fixed some of my hardware cutoff issues because my webcam was dropping. Yeah, the um, my capture card is actually one that you put into the motherboard. So for me, I haven't really had issues. I mean, like you said, you're trying to RAM all that, all that um, graphical power. I'm guessing you want to call it the frames. You're you're just framing it through one thing and ramming it right back out of something else. So. Yep. And most of these capture cards don't have internal renderers. They are literally relying on the encoders that your PC have access to, whether it's going to be the CPU with the software or it's going to be the NVENC if you've got an NVIDIA card. Yep. Uh, and supposedly NVENC is, if you have NVENC on your NVIDIA cards, it's better to use that because there's space built into the overhead of the NVIDIA cards that doesn't actually Im get touched by the gaming aspect of the video card. Whereas if you're trying to use it with your H.264 encoders directly on your PC, then anytime you get a higher load from your CPU, it's gonna vulture off some of that performance. So there are so many frustrating factors when it comes to streaming, and that's why sometimes console streaming, if you have, if you take the same gaming PC and you throw your console and stream through it, you're gonna get better performance than trying to stream directly in game from the same PC. Yep. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta think. I mean, it's just gaming PCs are overall best hard running thing out there. But the problem is, like you said, streaming through it is not easy. But if you use a console to stream through it, it runs so much better. So, well, Harris Heller did an actual test where he took a 3080 and did some performance tests of streaming on a single PC setup with a 3080 versus his previous two PC setup that had 2080s involved in it. Yep. And the 2080, the dual PC setup still outperforms the 3080, even though the 3080 is more powerful than the 2080 Ti. Yeah, because he was... So his dual, his dual PC setup was the gaming PC and then the streaming PC. And, they and they're one, both of equal power. <laughs> yep. They just One was just a smaller setup on the bottom. So it is 
uh, ITX board or mini, not mini ATX, mid ATX, and then a mini at the bottom, and you just streamed right through it. So, yes, KV Shro, that was his five thousand dollars setup, because like a thirty eighty has some great hardware to it, and you can use some of the virtual green screen stuff, and you can use the um, the RTX voice as well, but it still has an impact on when you try to use that technology. And that's that's why you see all the big streamers, Lupo, Tatman, anybody who's got a big stream, it's a dual PC setup. Yep. But if I had a 2080, I could say I would probably have less of a hard time streaming, but I don't want to spend that much money on a video card. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they make it pretty hard. Yep, but dual PC setups also cause other things because then you have to make sure you route certain sounds. And like even the wave mic is um, takes special setup to do for a, a dual PC setup. So there's different things that you have to kind of contend with. Yeah. KB Shrow, your stream is not simple at all. You've got yeah. these really amazing transitions and the sharks swimming around in 3D rendered space. And Riley and the dog. The Riley riding on it. Your streams are not simple, man. And it's it, you streaming with your Call of Duty console gaming through your PC is makes it so it's manageable. Yeah. So that's something that you might have to worry about. Like, I know I, I love playing the little transition that you do for me with uh, Spider-Man. And it's it's great. Like, I'll actually do it right now. <laughs> you won't hear it. But that's an example of some of the quality stuff that he puts out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're trying. We're we're just trying to put things out there and make to help you make informed decisions because that's that's all we can do. I learned a lot, and I've done so much calculations and trying to eke out the performance that I can. Like I run all my monitors at multiples of sixty hertz, so that way I don't have to worry about any math being converted. I lock my games in at one hundred and twenty or sixty hertz, so I don't have to worry about any math. Because uh, think about it. If you were taking a 144 hertz video source and you're converting it down to 60 or 30, 60 or 30 doesn't divide into 144 evenly. Mm -hmm. It divides into 120 evenly. So you're trying to squish that 144 down two and a quarter times into something else and it has to take every pixel and every like portion of that image and go bloop. Yep. Like I used to try to stream at 1080p and I even stopped doing that. Now I stream at some weird resolution that somebody had suggested to me um, that works pretty good. It's like 1664 by 936. And to even talk about it more, my micro frame drops that I get in Destiny happen even when I'm not streaming yeah so and I can't always have browsers open when I'm streaming because if I have Chrome open or Edge open 
Oh, it Chrome kills Chrome. my memory usage. So Chrome is a DDR. Just it just wipes it out. It just takes it all away. Peace. It's not the resolution KB Shro. It is the refresh rates. Yeah. So, like, if you had one that was 144 and you had another monitor at 60 and you wanted a game at 144 but stream at 60 hertz, it will cause some performance issues. You'd want to change your monitor down to 120. Most people don't even know that they can change their monitor's refresh rate. They hook up their monitors and they just use it, and by default, most of them go to a safe 60 hertz. So... And KB, if you want a, sh a good PC for you, would one with a lot of memory and probably a good CPU. Don't I wouldn't really worry about the GPU right away because they do yeah. run. I mean, Amazon runs deals where you can get the CPU motherboard and yeah, CPU motherboard. And sometimes they they give you a graphics card with it. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, a pre-built are the easiest way to get cards yeah. if you actually want to get a, a higher card right now because the builders have it. Oh, you've got plenty of RAM. You can almost turn off virtual memory at that point. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but you do a lot of video rendering and output, yeah. so it makes sense. I only have 16. I, I want to upgrade myself. Jeez. <laughs> um... Yeah, NVIDIA 1060. Yeah, so your 1060, like I've streamed on a 1060. I streamed Anthem on a 1060. Yeah. And it, it did work. I just had to do a lot of tweaks yeah, to get it to go pretty well. Yep. And you're going to run into the same because the 1060, when you get them, the pre-built that I first got when I first came back to the PC world had a 3 gig 1060. And then when I build a second PC, I put in a 6 gig 1060 because 3 gigs of VRAM isn't necessarily enough for some of these newer games. But yes, if you stream older content, you'll never have a problem because it has less overhead on the GPU. Yeah. But Call of Duty is not very well optimized it's on not, PC. It's not friendly to your computer at all. But Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. But games like... Like, Destiny runs great, other than my micro-freezes. So that's kind of weird. And it, that's, that's the one thing about PCs. It's like, you can be modular, you can spend a little bit and get a little performance, or you can spend a lot and get a lot of performance. Yeah, and, so. and any other thing is, if you can get a power supply, go more than what you need go way more than what you need because you never know because like I said that's that new GPU is a mother effer of a power source hog yeah and you don't want to have to replace your power supply after the fact no. the nice thing that I'm so glad they did when I came back to PC building is that they have modular power supplies oh yes so if you were to buy a power supply from EVGA and you decide that you need to buy instead of a 550 watt you need to buy a thousand watt and you buy another modular as long as they have the same pinout connections you can just move those pins over to the new power supply and not have to worry about rerunning all the connections to your video card or your hard drives or any of the other components 
Yeah, Captain Caboose. You can run, I think the i5s, the i7s, and the Ryzen 5s are still good. Like, the last gens are still pretty good. That you do not need a brand new one until you start, uh, you know, trying to stream off of it. It's kind of a little bit different, though, because you want that higher output of processing. So... More yeah, I think if better, I but... build the next PC, I'll probably go with a AMD. But right now, we are in aggressive debt payoff mode. Uh, so I think everybody is. It's Christmas. Yeah. Time. Well, my <laughs> my biggest issue, and it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to enjoy the day. But if we do what we're supposed to over the next three years, the only debt we will have is our mortgage. Yeah, and that's I, my goal. I just did that with my. It was since I sold my house, I paid off both my cars. Now I own both cars, which is nice. So nice. all I have is a mortgage and my wife's schooling, which is almost paid off. So how much awesome. boost would it give me to go to an i nine instead of upgrading a GPU? What are you running now? An i seven. Well, it all yeah. depends. It, it does depend, and it depends on the generations as well, like the internal clock speed. Um, there is a website uh, called CPU User Benchmark, and it's actually a really good tool. I'm going to paste a link to it in a moment. Um, but you can pick, like you can put in one processor and another processor. You know, battle and it out it will actually show you the gains and you you pick your target etc like i did some comparisons between like my i5 8400 versus the i7 7740x and i'll send you an example and you can this will probably be a little bit easier because it already has two cpus compared and you can just change the cpus on a drop down to match what you have to what you're going to go with and you can see that if you had an i7, depending on the generation, to go to an i9, you're not necessarily going to see a big increase. It also is good for checking GPUs. Like my friend has a uh, 980 Ti GPU, and it actually outperforms my 1660 Ti, which is just crazy because it's an older GPU. It's not even in a 10 series but you do the raw comparison and his video card smacks mine around but he is giving his 980 ti to his son and he's up upgrading to a 3080 once he gets the shipping notice from amazon because he finally ordered one and he's been so excited but he's just nervous going i hope they actually give me a release date i don't want to wait until february so that's the kind of the good resources um PC Part Picker is a great resource for trying to get uh, through build compatibilities. Yep. It will tell you if you um, are sufficiently powered, if there's going to be any voltage complaints when you put the components in there. And the last site I will share is called Logical Increments. Uh, that is a nice website for you put in your kind of your budget amount and 
it will say for this amount you can spend this and you pick these three different options and it kind of gives you your expected performance or if you spend a little bit more it gives you like the nice stepping stones or you and what you can do to improve stuff so those are some pretty good resources to check out when you're ready to take that plunge Hmm. Well. Oh, you're welcome, Shro. Anytime. I mean, it's what we're here for. Yep. <laughs> you know you can always ping me. I won't always be the fastest to respond, but I will always respond. So that, that goes for anybody who ever wants to message me on Discord or DM me on Twitter. I will do my best to always be responsive. Even if you want to talk about things in general or life because something's on your mind you know you can reach out to me and that's the, the biggest thing yeah well with that being said like I said earlier you can find me at rumble19 underscore or twitch twitter or anywhere really um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find Rich at Yoda Kicks basically everywhere as well. Twitch, Twitter, yeah. um, YouTube, but I don't have my official YouTube yet because I don't have a hundred followers to get a real name, so I'm not a real person yet. I'm just slash you slash blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and you and can follow uh, Gaming Dad News on uh, Twitter at Gaming Dad News. You can follow us on twitch which is obviously where you are at gaming dad news yep we have trying to think where else we have gaming dad news we did gaming dad news wherever we could yeah we were on we were on on it quick <laughs> yeah we kind of <laughs> just stumbled into the name and it was there and we were like this is meant to be this is the name yeah. let's get it it was everywhere uh we don't have a discord we talked about it um discord is just a little tricky because you can get some very uh poisonous people in there um yeah like i have i have it auto sharing to my discord so that uh, so people who are have joined my discord and agree to the terms of my family friendly nature can see whenever we go live and i also have it in a different discord where it posts automatically yeah and i try to share it in different promotion channels but i don't always remember to do that especially when i'm rushing because i'm running behind because i <laughs> did poor planning on bedtime <laughs> uh so tiktok i don't got to, well i do have tiktok i just like watching the dad joke stuff so yeah i, I have a tiktok i'm gonna start singing on mine uh, <laughs> um instagram my instagram's actual eric reifsider so if you want to see hunting pictures and some family pictures they're on there yep that's yeah, very true. Um, we just really haven't. I mean, because we kind of started this on a whim, and now it's kind of like we're kind of surprised we made it till eleven. Yeah. And game. Well, the reason why it's every other week is because we, um, because gaming news is so here and there, and then when you hit, hear something, it's like boom, we're ready. So. Yeah, and the, the other thing is, it's one of those, like, 
I actually actively try to um, reduce the number of discords I'm in because yeah. I don't like to just be a person in there. And there are some discords that are basically networking hubs that every time somebody that's in that discord goes live, it pings everyone and it starts to become a little overwhelming especially when you're trying to if you have a full-time job and you're trying to be active and still grow but just yeah. all the different discords that ping everybody gets kind of annoying <laughs> which is why i had to do a hard evaluation for my discord and i changed it so that way you actually have to opt into being tagged I have one so you can be notified whenever my stream goes live. I have one for whenever you want to be notified if I post a video on YouTube. I have one for when Gaming Dad News goes live. Whenever Gaming Dad Nude posts news, not nude, <laughs> posts a, a video on YouTube. But every user has to react to a role in order to, to be notified. Yeah, And I'm thinking something I want to do, and I didn't talk to you about it before the stream, is I, I'm thinking that we almost need to consider having a like a Gaming Dad News co-op night where we oh, get caught yeah. up on like Ghost of Tsushima Ooh, uh, and actually stream great. that, like do a co-stream where I um, capture my desktop and send it over to you and then you put out both of our views for co-op content. Oh, that'd be great. So that's kind of... Once things settle down, I don't think it's going to happen before the new year because it's just It's going to be cram-packed. Um, yeah. And Captain Caboose, we both do stream individually. Like I said, I'm Rumble19 underscore. That's Turkey one. And then he's got Yoda kicks. So. Yep. Oh, I Captain Caboose, I've met him through Rally Gaming TTV, uh, who I met through... Mulehorn Gaming, who I met. <laughs> you got a long list of people yeah, you it, met. There's, there's, there's a long list of connections, and I've been amazed and blessed by all those connections. I've made some, met some really great people. Like I've met you in real life, and we have a podcast. Yep. So, yeah, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep. <laughs> well. So, but on that note, um, I need to get off so I can go watch the uh, next episode of The Expanse with my wife because we were left with a cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, you saw the last man, Mandal- you saw the rest of the Mandalorian? I did. That was okay. good and uh, happy and sad and it was a great I know. episode. But the I'm not going to do the... any spoilers on it. Not yet. Not yet. Because I got the chills when I saw what I saw. Yeah, I did too. And I, I knew exactly what it was the moment I saw it. And I was like, no way. I, yeah. I'm getting chills even thinking about it right now. Yeah. Well, I better let you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all I can say is uh, Merry Christmas. Have a happy holidays. Um, if I don't talk to you till later um yeah have a new year yeah and those lights are definitely helping you out they i can tell a huge difference yeah just because you have less of a shadow in your face oh it's great i'll move them eventually to where they look more proper but yeah because you're going to want to have one that's kind of in In front front of me and then one that fills 
just to yep. kind of reduce status. And I guess everybody have a very Merry right. Christmas. Stay safe, stay healthy. Yep. Hug any loved ones you're able to video call any ones you can't hug in person. And just remember to be kind because even if somebody is just a nasty person towards you, everybody's going through so much stress right now and so many hard times. Yep. And it just impacts people. This is the last thing I'll say, and it was an awesome story for it to happen. Um, there was a guy on Twitter. He took a job over in Sweden before this whole COVID stuff came about. And he and his wife agreed that she would stay uh, in Florida. And when COVID hit, he, wasn't, he hadn't been able to see his family for like seven months straight in person because it just disconnects and it was it was hard but he was able to see him for his birthday like they were able to finally come visit and it was just a heartwarming experience and it's like we take it for granted because we have our family local to us like you've got your wife and your son and I've got my wife and kids and I can see them and hug them and I can technically go see my parents if I wear a mask because they're older and not doing well with their health. But it's still a different world. So we have to do our part to just keep everybody else in mind. If you see somebody sad, reach out. If you see somebody struggling, try to make them smile. If somebody is nasty to you, try to take it with a grain of salt and think about the circumstances because they could be going through something. And that's yep. all I can say. Be the better person. Yep. <laughs> Be <right>. the light. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming out, asking questions, yes. saying happy Merry Christmas and stuff. Um, like I said, we'll <laughs> see you on the 3rd. All right. You guys have a great rest of the year and Merry Christmas, and see you next year. Bye. Um, that oh i forgot to record no i'm kidding oh man I... 